everyone, welcome back to Chimney's Chats with me, Amanda Nicely. Paul, you're here today to talk about becoming a franchisee. Firstly, could you tell us a little bit about your experience and how you first came into the world of franchising? Yes, and uh, thank you, Amanda. So, uh, for the audience here, so you want to be a franchisee. So, you're definitely in the right place. My name is Paul Davis, and I am a BFA, that's British Franchise Association, accredited franchise consultant with over 30 years sector experience in the UK and overseas. Now, this journey started with uh, Perfect Pizza, which is now Papa John's. Um, I spent many years with KFC and also with Haggadas and Ben and & Jerry's, all UK and international roles, as well as some non-food and beverage brands such as United Carpets, Floors to Go and Granada Roadside. I established Brandmark Franchising in 2014 and the company now works with franchisors to produce a franchise that creates a win-win outcome. So that's between the franchisee and the franchisor. No longer are the days here when a franchisor can take the rump while leaving the franchisee with the gristle, so to speak. That was franchising by and large back in the 90s and for some even in the noughties. Not all by any means, but in today's contemporary market, you can soon find out which ensure the win-win I refer to, and I'll show you how today. Some brands I've worked with, or still do, are Heavenly Desserts, Africana Kitchen, Amigos Burgers and Shakes, Vino, Endura Roses, Rainbow International, and Burger Drop, amongst others. Brandmark Franchising then takes these brands across the UK, trading ethically and within BFA guidelines, then for some international franchising. Oh, and by the way, I've also been a franchisee and a franchisor. How can you assess a potential franchisor? Well, that's certainly the name of the game for wannabe franchisees. So I'm going to tell you the most important thing right at this early stage of the podcast and let everything revolve around it. So here it is. When assessing a franchise, don't just look at the spreadsheet. Look very closely at the people who are there to support you, the franchisor team, and ask yourself, do these people have credibility? Do they know what they are talking about, or do they seem to be blagging it? Do I feel that I can trust them with my hard-earned investment? Now, this is what I call humanising the process of selecting which franchise you want. You might spend many years with these people, so you must, must, must get it right. Franchising is all about the people. So if you find people who you truly believe in and you look like the look of, then you could be on a winner. And what are the questions that you may want to ask your franchisor? Well, I think it's very key that you ask if they are part of the BFA, the British Franchise Association. And if not, ask them why not. No, the BFA stands for Ethical Franchising of Sustainable Brands. And you as a franchisee can join the BFA as well as the franchisor. And I recommend it to you. But bear in mind the BFA is not mandatory. 
but it is a fair indicator of style and intent from the franchisor. Secondly, I would ask, can I speak to any of your current franchisees? If they say no, think twice. Then ask, why not? It's good to ask, how many failures have you had and how many successes? You know, what you're going to inherit is a five-year term, an initial five-year term, plus probably one or two renewals on that. So, considering you're going into your first five-year plan, ask, what is your five-year plan to the franchisor? I would also ask, do you have multiple revenue streams? You know, COVID has taught us that flexibility of the brand and multiple revenue streams helps ameliorate risk. Don't put all your eggs in one basket. I would then ask, do you have flexibility of your format? To optimize opportunities for franchisees, BMF normally sets up around four to five formats. And these might include small neighborhood stores, which are great for home delivery, medium stores for medium-sized towns, and flagship stores in the cities, drive-through, kiosks, food trucks for events like sport, music, culture, or anything else, a pop-up for temporary use, virtual stores, and more besides. And lastly, but very importantly, ask, can you substantiate all of the financial claims made within your documentation. Can you tell us a little bit more about what a potential franchisee should consider during this process? Okay, so I have been a franchisee and I think that one of the things I would advise you to look at is what is the return on investment. So consider what is a decent return on investment. Previous to the latest cost of living rises, two years would have been an aspirational return on investment, but achievable. Now around the three years mark is okay, and that's really due to an increase in the cost of shop fit equipment and most other things we all use from day to day. So after 30 plus years in franchising, I wanted to add that if a franchisor makes clear that you can attain up to 70% funding, it's not always such a great idea as interest rates are high now. For how long? Nobody knows. But don't just take a knee-jerk reaction that maximum funding is always or automatically a good thing. It can be, for some, but just not always. Each case on its merits is what I say. But if you can manage 50-50 gearing, do so, in my opinion. So, what sort of term might you expect? Most franchises will offer you a five-year term with one or even two automatic and free renewals, meaning you could be buying a 10 or 15 year proposition, which is great value. The only caveat to the aforementioned automatic free renewals is, rightly, that you, the franchisee, have traded within the terms of the franchise agreement and operations manual. Ask for a copy of your franchise agreement and send it to a BFA accredited solicitor and no other type of legal firm. For a few hundred pounds, they will peruse and offer you feedback on the franchise agreement. And this can give you so much peace of mind going forward that it is, by and large, a fair agreement. So to summarise, buying a franchise can be a life-changing decision. 
and it's this which keeps me in the franchise sector for over three decades. Seeing people make it, building their own portfolio within a single brand, maybe even diversifying into another brand, can be the most satisfying aspects of my own franchise career to see. I heartily recommend it to you, but do your homework, folks, and do it well. Safe franchising for now. Oh, very interesting. Thanks, Paul. I really hope you've liked this episode, and there'll be plenty more to come. If you have, please like and share on our socials, or simply just visit our website. And if you're interested in featuring on one of our podcasts, or potentially hosting your own, call us here at Lawrence Davis on 01782 264400. Thanks for your time, and chat again soon. Music